Jesus, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nalsi Lee. And I am Danny. Hi, and this week we're playing a game. A g- what? Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> what game? Ring the ring of rose. You know, that's not technically a game, it's just a nursery rhyme. We used to play it as a game. We would form a ring and then we'd all like dance around yeah. and then a tissue a tissue will fall down that was our game that's not we're having fun it's not a game okay please comment and let us know this thing was a, a real game, game for that's us and we'd be like let's play that's no that's just you singing singing and dancing and and then a tissue a tissue we all fall but down surely we all drop. the game is got some objective or the objective is that we all fell down Wow, no leader. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we are dealing with the dark origins of nursery rhymes because how did we figure out this topic? Because uh, Danny wants to ruin kids' <laughs> lives. That's why. No, let me, she let was me like, explain. Before Christmas. Let me explain. I was in the car with my father and I don't know how we got onto the topic of Polly put the kettle on. Who on earth is Polly and why on earth is the kettle Which being turned on? was apparently about a man who de- decapitated his wife. And I was like, what? And then we found out that most nursery rhymes are shady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't know what ringery, I'm joking. Plagues, murder, human sacrifice. This is hardly the stuff of children's literature. Or is it? Once you hear the dark message behind the nursery rhymes that you thought you knew. Nursery rhymes have seemed harmless and downright cute to us today. But when you learn about the dark history behind some of the most famous and enduring nursery rhymes, they sound less like adorable children's songs and more like gruesome horror stories, providing a living record of some of the darkest moments in history. <laughs> you got very excited about <laughs> So we've picked the top 10, well, the weirdest, darkest 10 yeah. um, for you, because there were quite a lot. I some was of surprised. these are not necessary, right? Some of these Danny made up, I promise, because I've never heard them a day in my life, but we're going to go through them. She just didn't have a childhood. No, like, I had a childhood with Ringer Ringer Rosies and okay, all. Okay, well, that is our first one, which is Ringer Ringer Rosies. And it goes Ringer Ringer Rosies, a pocket full of posies, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. So, this was Catri Nursery Rhyme is from 1881. Okay, and I mean. We all used to play that, running around in a circle. And then I'm glad fall you down. said play because it was a game. You know what? <laughs> you all fall down. Okay, I remember. I used to play this all the time at nursery school. Okay, and it 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 sounds like a fun children's song. Yeah. No, it's Harmless. a very dark story because the rhyme is actually about the Great Plague or the bubonic plague or the Black Death, whichever name you decide you go with, um, that hit London in 1665 and killed 15 percent of the entire population of the city. Okay, the Rosies in the uh, in the song refers to the painful, highly visible rosy red rash that was a hallmark or like a symptom of the plague, mm. okay? Um, and with death and disease being so rampant, rampant in the crowded city, citizens have to actually start filling their pockets with flowers, which are the posies in the rhyme, because everywhere just smelt of death. So people actually used to carry around flowers because it That's just crazy. smelt so bad. Okay, a tissue, a tissue, okay, is... Um, 
actually in some version can be replaced with the word ashes, um, which make people sneeze. Yeah. Okay, because what happened was they used to burn so many bodies that ashes used to fall down on the city like rain. Hectic. Yeah, imagine all of that in your hair. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, and then the last line was, we all fall down because no one survived. It was a guaranteed death sentence. So it should be a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down and die. (laughs) Well, I think that's a little not child friendly. Oh, okay. Okay, the next one is Jack and Jill. Oh, poor Jack and Jill. They just went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. And Jack fell down and broke his crown. And Jill came tumbling off. So this one was rumored to be connected with the beheadings of King Louis the Sixteenth of France, um, who lost his crown during the French Revolution, and his wife Marie Antoinette, who came tumbling soon after him. Do you know? I've learned this. You know, in the movies they show the guillotine that it hits once. Yeah. You know, it used to take eleven to sixteen times to get the head off. So it would go gua gua gua. Imagine you are lying there and you're having. Oh no. Can you imagine? Why do you know that? I don't actually know. No, you do. <laughs> okay. However, the French monarch lost their heads in the French Revolution, was in, which was in 1793, but the rhyme was written in 1765, so it couldn't have been about their executions. Mm. Scholars agreed it was more likely about King Charles's attempt to reform tax on liquids because his um, proposal was to reduce the volume of half pints known as jacks and on quarter pints commonly known as jills which is a lot more boring boring but at least that one's like not as dark okay yeah that was the only one that didn't have as dark of a yeah history the next one is georgie porgy nobody Porgy. knows this how do you not what know georgie porgy georgie porgy georgie porgy the first time i heard it is when i was doing my research i was like what who sang this georgie porgy pudding and pie kissed the girls and made them cry when the boys came out to play georgie porgy ran away don't you know that? No. Oh. Georgie, po- guys, please let me know if you guys. How do you not know? I literally have a huge nursery rhyme book and it's in there. The fact that you have a huge nursery rhyme book, that's a story for another day. The point is, Georgie, oh, it was, mine was not and a I real just, nursery rhyme. It w- you know what, Nolene? <laughs> come at me. Okay, the rhyme was created in nine, 1841 and it references George... I think that's Villas. Yeah. Okay. Who was the Duke of Buckingham and a beloved friend of King James the First? Okay. George had frequent dalliances with married women, as sometimes against their will. This earned him the hatred of other men um, at the court, and eventually led to him being stabbed to death in a local pub. So basically, he the kissed the girls and made them cry was him doing the things. Yeah. And then when the boys came out to play, that's him running away from all the angry husbands. Yeah. That are chasing. After. How have you never heard this one? This is such a popular one. Why is it pop? Why are kids singing about kissing? The moment I hear my child singing, I'm going to slap them. Then they're going to cry with Georgie Poggi and run away <laughs> because, like, hectic. I remember this one is a vivid one. I don't, and I even have, I know the picture that goes with the rhyme. It's little Georgie Poggi's got his little pie there. He's eating it. <laughs> I can see the picture in my brain. And then what? Georgie Porgy goes and kisses the girls. Uh. <laughs> yes, D. Nursery rhymes. Yep. That. The next one is Rockabye Baby. I know this one. 
So then tell them what it says. Rockaby baby on the treetops. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bar breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come baby, cradle and all. That's already dark in itself. Yeah, exactly. Why are we putting a baby in a tree? Exactly. And then why? Okay, like the baby will fall. Like, technically, that, that baby's dead. Dead, yeah. But anyway, uh, this lullaby is about King James II of England and his wife, Mary of Medina. Okay, it was um, in ni- 19, my word, <laughs> way before that, in 1630, they announced that they were, uh, they had the birth of their long-awaited son, Charles. However, this has been after years of difficult pregnancies and the death of at least five of their infant children. Yeah. Okay, so they, at last they had an heir. But it was widely believed the boy was not actually their son. Okay, rumors spread far and wide that the boy was who was now the prince had not been born of James and his wife and actually had been snuck into the birthing room and passed off as his son. Basically, he was stolen and given to the king and queen. Hectic. Imagine stealing a child. That's crazy. I don't think I'd be able to. Because eventually this child is going to figure Once out some way. I watched in a TV show. Um, so this, this girl gets murdered and you find out she's been nannying for this like rich family. And you find out this rich family's son and her dead son have exactly the same birthday and were born at the same hospital. And it turns out that the father of that son of the family she was nannying for um, had figured out that his son, their son had this really bad sickness. Mm. So what he did is he just swapped the hospital labels and then he took her son and then they took her, yeah, they took her son and then gave her the sick son who then died and then they got to keep the living son and she had oh. figured it out and then he killed her. <gasps> what are you watching? Horror? No. Okay. That's a horror movie. No. Sounds like a horror. This is why I don't watch anything with no. (laughs) Anyway, the next one is Mary Mary Quite Contrary. Also, this one. I don't don't know where it comes from. This one is dark. This one, I was like, okay. So it goes me. I I know it, but I'm not for like. It's not one of the main ones I used to sing. So, Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With silver bells and um, cockle shells, the pretty maids all in a row. Okay. The rhyme was in 1744, and it was about Queen Mary, who was also known as Bloody Mary. That's where that comes from. Mm. Okay. She was the first woman to rule England in her own right. Okay. Even though her reign was very short, it was brutal and bloody. Her father was King Henry VIII, who had split the Catholic Church after the church's refusal to grant him a divorce from Mary's mother, Catherine. He was the one who had six wives. Mm. Okay, but Mary had very strong Catholic beliefs, and so when she took on the throne, she set about reversing her father's religious reforms and exacting her revenge on his horrific treatment of them, her mother. Okay, during the short reign, she made it illegal to practice different religion and br- brutally tortured anyone who refused to convert to Catholicism. Okay, in the rhyme, her garden refers to her growing the growing graveyards of Protestant martyrs because they were just. Bodies and yeah. bodies and bodies, okay? The silver bells and cockle shells are instruments of torture. The silver bells were these three screws which you, they used to crush victims' thumbs between, okay, by screwing them down tighter and tighter until mm. they crushed, okay? 
Um, the maids in the rhyme don't actually refer to actual maids, but the guillotine, who was, which was nicknamed the maiden or short the maid. Oh, this is why I know the 11 strikes of the head. That's where I've learned it from. Hectic. So basically, this whole nursery rhyme is about how she used to kill people. Yeah. Yes. She was a very ruthless leader. But I mean, yeah. I didn't like her. F I mean, King Henry was an absolute idiot. I mean, he divorced his first wife, killed his second wife. The third one died. Natural causes, I think. The fourth one, again divorced. The fifth one, again he beheaded. And then the last one, she survived because he died. Like, how? okay, I get the people maybe who would have written it, but how does it get to the kids? You see, in those days, right, information and stuff was always passed through song. Yeah. It just made it easier. Yeah. So often you find people, I mean, they were, that's why there were so many, like when heroes did something great, songs were written about them or yeah. tragedies happened, songs were written about them. It was to pass on the history because again, not a lot of people could actually read and write. Yeah. So they couldn't pass on information through books and text. Instead, people sang it. And I'm, I'm assuming this was kind of also the case that they then had to pass on these stories and then it just, I mean, kids love to sing songs. Yeah. That's how it probably got there. I'm assuming. I, I don't know. Yeah. The next one is Three Blind Mice. Please tell me you know this one. I do. Oh, thank goodness. I was about to be like, Nolene, what Three is happening? Three blind mice. Three blind mice. See how they run. <laughs> right? Okay. Yes, yes. Oh, yay. Okay. See how they <laughs> run. They all ran after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Did you ever see such a thing in your life as three blind mice? That scares me because if rats are running after you, like, I just faint. <laughs> if three rats are running after me, that's the end of my life. Yeah, goodbye. You better believe I'm finished. So the three blind mice were actually three noblemen in the 1500s. This one's also about... I was surprised how many were about Bloody Mary yeah. and King Henry. But anyway, so like we said before, Mary was a very strict Catholic, okay? And she did everything in her power to execute and punish anyone who didn't convert to Catholicism. Okay, the nobleman, Hugh Laterman, Nicholas Bradley, and the Archbishop of Canterbury, Thomas um, Kramer, refused to convert. These are the three nobles, okay? Yeah. They also actively planned to overthrow her and thus were punished as they were charged with treason. However, they were not dismembered or even blinded as the rhyme goes, but were burnt at the stake for their crimes against the crown. Well, that's, I think, yeah, being burnt alive is worse. Yeah. My cousin, Abby, asked me if I'd rather be hanged or have my head chopped off with a guillotine. Okay, but like her cousin, Abby, really asks the most random things. So. I said hanging. What? Because I'm not having this guillotine try to chop my head off 16 times. I, I say neither. Fine. <laughs> okay, the next one is Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Do you know this one? No, I also didn't know it before. How do you research. not know Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater? Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had a wife but couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell and there he kept her very well. Hectic. So this again sounds like such a little nice rhyme. Like he's no, just it doesn't. Hiding his do wife you want in a pumpkin. Because he couldn't keep her and he put her in a pumpkin. That sounds like a freaking controlling man. Yeah, well, basically, Peter's wife liked to sleep around. Um, so he then got angry, so he killed her and put her in a pumpkin because then she could never run off again. 
I'm not saying it's not dark. It's very dark. Oh. <laughs> the way you explain it's like, oh, no, you just <laughs> killed it and put it in the pumpkin. Just put it in the pumpkin, That's you all. know. Imagine how gross that was. That is disgusting. But sh- surely the body then becomes like fertile. <laughs> I cannot believe she even said that. I'm going to repeat if you did not hear what she just said. She said, surely the boil. Okay. We don't need to have Mervyn speaking. Right, the next one. Goosey Goosey Gander. I never in my life. What? How do you not know Who Goosey sings Goosey Gander? Goose- who sings that? <laughs> I don't know, guys. So Goosey Goosey Gander with a dust out. With a dost thou wonder, upstairs and downstairs and in my lady's chamber, there I met an old man who wouldn't say his prayers. I took him by the left leg and threw him down the stairs. Why would you sing that as a child? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is why I am the way I am. But anyway. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so this one is about Bloody Mary's father, King Henry VIII, okay, when he raged over... The- so basically for the... One, a couple of years, Catholics were being killed, and then for the other years, the Protestants, Protestants were, being were being killed. So it wasn't great time yeah. in England. Okay, so the Catholic churches refused to give King Henry a divorce. Okay, this then played out in his bloody war to then get rid of the Catholic Church. Okay, um, and what happened was that you couldn't then like practice your religion if you were Catholic. So many Catholics took to creating these like little priest holes in their home. Like they were these small hidden rooms um, in like a closet where they'd hide priests to perform masses. Yeah. Okay. If caught, you would face torture and death for heresy. Okay. The narrator of the poem meets an old man who wouldn't say his prayer. And this refers to discovering a Catholic priest who referred to pray in English because Catholics prayed in Latin. Mm. Okay, the narrator then brags about throwing him down the stairs. The stairs meaning being put to death. Yeah. So basically, again, cold-blooded murder. Yeah. (laughs) The last one that we have, I think, is the worst one. Yeah. I was shooketh. Yeah. Horrified. Yeah. In fact, and I know this one. I didn't know this. You Oh, no, I didn't know what no, it was I know, about. I, I know the, the rhyme, rhyme because this is a popular yeah. nursery rhyme, but I sat there and I was like, what? Uh, we've been singing these <laughs> things. Okay, so it is London Bridge is falling down and it goes London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down, my fair lady. Okay. This one. Oh, guys, it's so dark. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly dark. So the rhyme was written in 1744. Okay. Apparently it was um, after some Viking attack. Yeah. Because that's, that, that's just life those days. The Vikings attacking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the dark message behind the nursery rhyme is actually one of human sacrifice yeah at the time the bridge was being constructed it was widely believed that burying bodies in the foundation of building was a way to keep the structure standing yeah okay the bodies were thought to add strength to the structure and the spirits of the dead were also supposed to watch over the bridge how crazy many people who were sacrificed were actually children and were entombed within the foundations while they were still alive and slowly died from lack of food and water Okay. When children sing the song, you know you make the bridge. Yeah. And then you collapse the bridge over someone. Yeah. That's to symbolize the kid being trapped inside the walls Hectic. of the building. Hectic. Guys, I my kid will not sing this. Not new at songs. all. <laughs> I will make my not own nursery rhymes. 
What? I'm sorry. First of all, let's forget about the nursery. Why are we burying kids in a wall? Alive. Alive. That's not normal, guys. Sometimes I, I, I look at people in the past and their thought process. Yeah. And I'm like, but why? <laughs> what was the reason? No, what was the reason? Burying kids. It's going to make our building stronger. Whose child are you taking? Why are they not fighting? Maybe it's orphans. Yeah, probably orphans. Or homeless kids. Yeah, or the, the the chimney sweepers. And I do know, I mean, like, for example, in the 1920s, when things were so bad, they used to sell their kids. Yeah. So maybe people sold their kids. And then they were put in a... That's the worst <laughs> death ever. You know I what? Know. I, you know what? The thing is, I really hope it's not true, because if it is, I'm never setting foot on London Bridge. Yeah. Never. Never. You're telling me there are humans inside that thing? Uh-uh. <sighs> That's what I always tell you guys about the queen and her family, y'all. The queen was... Oh, my goodness. She wasn't alive, but, like, she's still, like, children's sacrifices. I don't even know. Wait, let me, let me see who the monarch was at that stage. Uh, 1744 British... As I was saying about the queen. Monarch. So, no, the queen is evil. We settled this. And everything to do with London and the queen. You guys know. I don't even have to say it again. When it loads... It's just deciding not to do the things for us. Wait, when was King? When was Elizabeth? King George the Second. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Hello, King George. Nah, he's not that. I don't know who he is. Anyway, as I was still saying, these evil royalty people. Anyway. I'll keep my opinions yeah. to myself. I think and let your favorite people bury children in bridges. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I think the wor- I think the worst ones for me are the London Bridge and that Mary Mary one and the three blind mice. Yeah, I think they're all bad for me. Yeah, murder, plagues, human Death. sacrifice, Death. Death. Great things to be teaching our children. Yeah, but anyway, um, this has been another week. Yeah, from now until next time, no mourners, no funerals. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM Triple Seven. Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash Triple Seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. Active FM. Radio has never been better.